On today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition, Apple's iPhone 11 sets new precedent for their mid-tier price range, but can they go lower than $699? After a week with the phones, how is their durability holding up? And will Touch ID make a comeback? Uh, what's the deal as far as, like, let's talk thickness goes. Uh, yeah. Uh, between the Pro and the, or excuse me, the 11 and the Pro Max, is there a discernible weight and density difference? Let's take a look. Well, if you hold these side by side, the thickness is the same. The feeling's a little different. The, the 11 feels lighter. It's aluminum, and it just feels a little less dense. This one definitely has a density to it. If you hold these models, they're a tiny bit heavier than the 10s and 10s max last year i mean especially the the pro max this thing feels steel and dense and bigger battery it's not bad it just feels like you're holding a slab uh so that's something that keep in mind i don't think any of these are going to feel like they're they're weighing you down did you ask for the blue um 11 or did they just this send is that? what I, this is what i got and it's not even blue this is technically the green one right this is the is, is it blue or green it looks like blue. Isn't the green one the one that kind of like sold out on pre-orders like first or something? Well, the blue, so the blue and coral are gone from the 10R. Mm-hmm. And those were like, that was like a bright blue. This is now, they're green and purple. The green, I gotta say, it's it's really weird seeing like that color like by default on it. Most of the times I see that as like a phone case or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like a specialty. It's it's a cool color. It, mm-hmm. It's like a swimming pool, aqua, yeah. aqua or um, sea foam. Like bird egg. Yeah, bird, bird egg. Exactly. Spring bird egg. These are both greens, but neither of them really look like green. This is the midnight green. But you're like... Just, yeah, what the hell is... That's gray, dude. This is this is uh, more like new space gray. Mm-hmm. So I like space gray. I was always a space gray phone person, so I don't mind this. Some people thought it was ugly. Some people thought it was beautiful. I think if you have bright light on it, it looks more green, but just an indu- another industrial metal color. I'm a fan. Yeah, I would pick it. Yeah. I, would, I would pick Midnight Green. I wouldn't think it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen, mm-hmm. but it's a good It's a good tone. Also, it's never, better than that beige gold, oh, which yeah. I couldn't stand. Was that like the... Oh, yeah. They the had, 10S. Yeah. The 10S yeah. had this gold that was really like a white beige. Is it kind of like the color of your laptop currently? Or No, that's like the pink, I think that's gold. the rose yeah. gold <laughs> off his laptop, which is like another color yeah. choice I would not... Yeah. I just don't like the pink bronze look but this color out i think is fine it's kind of silly that the 11 and the pro have this like one is bright one is industrial metal uh i think it's forcing uh, a design look difference that doesn't need to be there i would say that apple's current aesthetic looks something like easter eggs like it's all those like pinky bluey pastelly colors they remind me of like easter egg m&ms you know what i'm talking about or my yes. uh, way on left field here no, it's definitely, there's definitely an Easter pastel spring vibe going on. I really wish they would get back to the, uh, I mean, with the Apple invite where the, it looked like the, the old candy colored IMAX. Mm-hmm. I want them to go to like the translucent, uh, b- brighter lifesaver colors. I don't know. That would Does anyone nice. care? <laughs> I feel like they're, they're like, just like the translucent, like, like brighter reds and oranges and pinks. These are nice. They're just, yeah, they're very, I've, um, I've just never really cared about my phone color for the longest time just because it's. I I only 
I don't look at it that much, you know? Like, right, you're looking at I'm the looking screen, at my screen cards, Yeah, I don't really care, like, what it... Like, and most of the times, like, people would just put a case over it anyway. I always put a case. There's a whole contingent that says don't use a case. The only reason these are out of cases... Who says that? <laughs> uh, a lot of tech people. I feel like they say... And again, it's... I would never do uh, that. Like, a lot of tech people that, like, get these phones right, from the and are company... Playing around, or and enjoy, enjoy showing off yeah. and, and have another phone that they b- may buy yeah. or, or, or are borrowing. So such an elitist view <laughs> i just think put it what are these thousand dollar phones put a case on yeah. them uh, apple does say the glass is more durable i will say in reviewing these um you can see that the well you can't really see but the screens have all gotten scuffed up hold nice. it out a little bit more scott i'm getting a bit of a glare there i want to show the people from the overhead didn't shop they, yeah. didn't they like show that these were really durable in their promo video they showed like a cat knocking off table and all that yeah and we haven't so, done drop tests on them yet now to be clear there's a reason why they've gotten scuffed this is the lenses on the back scratching against the screen so this oh is kind of a God. this is kind of a first world problem yeah where like you you're have talking two about phones multiple, scratching each other people don't have multiple phones uh, the one it's like the one thing that can scratch the glass i, I think that the lens on the phone <laughs> is, is a harder material that will scratch so just if you are carrying multiple iphones first of all who are you i use the phones to destroy the phones <laughs> right so so they're the all scuffed on phone the front. Uh, you may not be able to see it they're also fingerprint smudgy I notice them, and it's super annoying. But just, are again, they still, you might want to just be careful to protect these. Are they still incredibly uh, slippy? Like without yes, the they're, case? All, I, they're all slippy. Even the, even the uh, matte glass, if you put them on a slightly inclined table, mm-hmm. they'll, begin to, uh, they'll uh, begin to drift. That's like my least favorite feature about it. That's like the only reason why I put cases right. on mine, like for the grip, because it like, would just literally just slide out of my hand like butter otherwise. Yeah, my, my, my table is like a slight incline, and so when I put mm-hmm. them on, sooner or later, I just find that they go boom, boom. They like, like, I feel the like ground. you can skate on those. Like <laughs> there's some sort of futuristic uh, non-friction technology that just you know literally any slight incline will cause these to begin to uh, to slide. Oh, down I put the my table. phone downhill. Yeah, you go. Oh, I guess it's not a totally level surface. I should have put my emergency brakes on. Yeah, the iPhone drifted. <laughs> the iPhone uh, grippies. That's what you. That's what you need for these. The iPhone drift. That's going to be the next thing that they trademark. Do uh, they? I want to follow up on what Alfred said. They they really touted the durability this time around. Do they feel sturdier to the touch? They feel the same. Um, my concern with a dense phone like the uh, Pros, so anytime I feel something that feels that dense, I'm always worried about impact if I drop it. Like, you know, how, how much, you know, like, like a time bomb or something. We're going to do full drop tests on these. Not on these, but we'll, when we get our final retail things, we're going to, in a couple of days, we're going to drop and see. I think last year it was surprising how durable the 10s was. Uh, those withstood a lot of drops. The 10R did not withstand quite as many. Apple just said stronger glass, strongest glass ever, but there's no drop rating. Water resistance has improved, but they've been water resistant since the 7. So now it's uh, 2 meters for the 11 for 30 minutes, 4 meters uh, on these for 30 minutes, but it's not like it's not like 2 meters for 2 hours. Mm-hmm. Everything is still 30 minutes. Uh it, it goes back to, to uh, you're spending, what, $1,000 for a phone. I wouldn't go swimming with them. <laughs> uh, I don't like to risk technology. Uh, but it's it's great that they are resistant in case they dunk. They're totally, I don't think two versus four really means anything yeah. for people. If you drop your phone four meters into something, I don't know if you're getting it back, unless yeah. you're a scuba diver. 
All right, next up, let's take a question from Matthew Datcher. Will Apple ever go below $600 for a phone? Good question. In my review video, I Is rolled it? my eyes when I brought up the iPhone SE 2, just because I want that thing to exist already. Everyone does. Just give me right. a smaller phone. The, the iPhone SE is a great phone, and was that was exactly the phone you're looking for there. I don't think it's impossible. Look, Apple has been doing that with the iPad, where they've been sure to offer an affordable model in addition to the high-end ones. It's been a conspicuous absence in the iPhone lineup. I mean, last year I said that the XR was a great value. Some people were very upset about that because it was $750. I totally get that because I think that's a lot of money for a phone, but in the for what you got for the money, I thought it was a good point for Apple. But I hope there's an SE2. It's not out of the question yeah. that they would do that next year. <clears throat> or give me some random update for the iPod Touch where it's LTE compatible and right. I don't have to use a phone number on it. Do something like that. Yeah, I mean, there's a new iPod Touch, but there's no iPhone SE2. Uh, yeah, if you're holding out for that, I can't say. I mean, the SE launched, the original SE launched in the spring. So it was a totally odd time for Apple. Not yeah, out it was of the like three years ago, two or four years ago. Yeah, it was. It was like after the 6S, yeah. I think. Yeah, because the, they run on the same uh, chip. Yeah, yeah, and then suddenly this thing came out in the spring with an iPad. So, you know, Apple does those random events. Not common, but, uh, you know, if you can hold on to your other phone and you want to wait for that, go for it. I can say the 11's great. Uh, it's a bigger phone and more expensive. Next question is coming from Ryan. He says, do you think the iPhone 11 will be the best selling of all the new iPhones? I think it's uh, at the right price point and is just enough for most people. I think so. And I also think that the naming conventions this year were smart in that the, the proposition is very similar to last year with the 10R and 10S, but they were just like these cryptic names. Yeah. And I think people got the 10R kind of got some momentum because it was colorful. Mm -hmm. Uh, this year, I think people, every year it seems like the, the interest is in like whatever the new phone name is. And then, so you say iPhone 11, cool, that's a new phone. Pro always sounds like maybe that's not for me. And I think it's Apple acknowledging, yeah, it may not be for you. Yeah. So, and I think for Apple, anytime funny. they add a letter onto, or yeah, add a letter onto something, like most people will assume it's like a cheaper model and they don't want that one. Like the 5C was a perfectly fine phone. Yeah, it was, yeah it that was, was a really good phone. But I think everyone saw like the C was, oh, that probably means cheap. I don't want that. Right. I'm rich, even though you're not. And it's they they just try to get like a different phone inside. I think it was smart to just, this is just the 11. Like we're not like adding any qualifiers to it or anything like that. The C was cool because that almost felt like it had a case glued onto it. Mm -hmm. the, the way that... Uh, polycarbonate was it it felt more comfortable and like somehow durable yeah i know these have durability uh, supposedly but anytime you have glass and metal uh, i'm just coddling it more yeah. and that's the other thing is that aluminum aluminum historically dents more than steel but i'm not saying that as like a that's a reason you should upgrade but that's definitely true with apple watches and uh that's just that's just another thing about aluminum Although it's supposed to be a strong aluminum, so again, drop test to come. Looking forward to the drop test. Uh, in the meantime, do you think Touch ID will make a comeback? I would love for Touch ID to make a comeback. Uh, I, the, I didn't mention Face ID much in these reviews at all. I guess it's a testament that it's I, I finally gotten used to it, and I think it's fine. I don't think it's great in all instances, and I think uh, there's there's questions I think people have had about accessibility. There's also questions about like, ease of use. Um, I think it would be interesting to combine them, like to have 
you could add a super like a two factor kind yeah, of two thing? factor oh, like yeah. a super secure mode or just have two options uh i, I think it's funny because on the mac uh you still have touch id you have touch id on uh, a bunch of ipads still yeah, I mean, why can't you have Touch ID on a on a new iPhone? I think it would make the most sense to have it behind the screen, like what Samsung does. Because yeah. Um, yeah, I think I don't think they're going back to having like a button on the surface, which is unfortunate. But I mean, if you do that, then at least you could make an SE two. Will be cool. We have an SE two that have a, a larger screen. Get rid of some of the bezel, yeah. but not have to worry about Face ID. Yeah, which I think a lot of people would prefer. Because every time I pay for stuff, it's like you have to do this. Kind of hold oh, your hold your you face. Use Apple Pay for that kind of like yeah, when you're yeah. in a cab. Oh. It's very weird. Where I, I just love the ease of like you hold your finger and it's like done by the time you get there. Scott, do you feel like there were anything lacking feature wise in the iPhone 11 Pro Pro Max lineup? Yeah. So you know the future has the phones are doing all these weird future things now. I'm very like iffy on that anyhow because 5G there's a lot of potential there, but my commute sucks for cellular service. Mm-hmm. And so I just want good, reliable cellular service, which we are not at at this point. I still don't feel... It's like feel, a basic thing. <laughs> right. Like we are just are not there. I will have tons of dead zones. I switch from AT&T to Verizon. I don't know when that will ever get fixed. That's just infrastructure. Uh, that would, that, if that day ever comes, that's more exciting to me than even faster stuff that I would have to pay for. So 5G, okay, foldable phones, let's see one that works that isn't $2,000. And then what are we using it for? So like future ideas, whatever, I don't mind the form, but USB-C should have happened. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I'm kind of annoyed about that. It's annoying. <laughs> Didn't because, they do that for the iPad? Yeah, the yeah. iPad's USB-C. And also, and, and you know, all of the laptops are. The funny thing about the Pro, one other benefit is that you get the 18-watt charger mm. and you still get stuck with the 5-watt on the 11. Even more annoying is that the Pro, the 18-watt charger is the one that you would get with the iPad Pro. So it, it's a lightning to USB-C, which is really helpful if you have new products. Mm-hmm. So it means that you've got a USB-C uh, cable that works with your phone, but it's not so great if you have to plug it into regular USB. But I prefer that because then you're stuck with this where like, if I have the 11 and I want to plug it into a new Mac, you have to buy a cable. Mm-hmm. You have to buy a separate cable. So that's annoying. And I don't like that they don't have rear uh, reverse charging only because I like that Samsung enabled it for the watch and, and for wireless. Where I think it's like you could do it for AirPods. But the watch, you still have to have this separate charger. And I never bring that with me. And it would be cool to charge it off the back. So just stuff like that that other... Yeah, people talked about that with the AirPods too, right? Like being able to charge that. Yeah, right that was back. a feature that was supposed to be on the new phone and then reports said that, you know it was going to be Oops. there and then wasn't. Who knows? Um, we just know that it's not here. Uh, I would... I mean, those are the big things. I think these are really perfected phones. I mean, my battery life complaints are largely gone. I don't think they're like the... It's not that I would never have to worry about battery life so far, but I, I no longer think it's a problem. It seems like every time a new iPhone comes out, it's kind of like, oh, this, like Apple talks about, this is the best one so far, or be- the best one right. yet, which makes sense because they're moving forward. You'd hope that it would be but better than the one previously. Has there, has there ever been a release where, like, oh, they kind of like took a few steps back on this? Not that I can remember, because we're still in a point now, which is interesting. Laptops clearly have. Mm-hmm. Like, I would think we all know that point. Like, um, you know, whether it's the keyboard or anything else, I think. There, there, are, there are steps forward and steps back that have happened on the MacBooks. 
But uh, when it comes to mobile, the advances, the chips have been so rapid that we're still we're still used to like crazy gains every year. And that I'm sure that can't happen forever. So and same thing with camera, where everything at least takes a good incremental step. So I don't think there's been anything uh, design wise. I mean, you could debate that like Notch and Face ID are sometimes a little bit of a lateral move that maybe you wouldn't have liked because I still am grumpy about the fact that the notch doesn't and, and the curved edges of the display are not perfect for maximizing mm-hmm. all things. You really can't take advantage of the full screen size for watching movies or looking at photos. You have to get a little bit of um a little bit of a, a border around it. So that's not been solved. It's fine. It's just, and everyone else has yeah. been incorporating. At that, this so. point, I feel like it's like a branding thing for them. It is, and it's as the phone sizes have gotten larger. I mean, your effective screen size is. Pro- if you had a three-year-old phone, your effective screen size is still going to be going to be improved. But um, yeah, Face ID, I've always I've always kind of felt was like something I tolerated. Mm-hmm. I think it's been good for Apple. I think it's good that um, to imagine a future where you could improve recognition and have it work on more devices but i don't think it's something that really offers a huge value other than password uh bring up passwords automatically from the vault mm-hmm. which is also creepy i mean it's like it's cool yeah. that it does it so some of the early complaints we've heard a bit about is that bezel around the lenses uh is that going to prove to be an issue is there concern about denting or bending or warping I mean, or scratching other phones but i mean more so from those who only have one phone unlike certain people here in the room uh if you put that face up on the on the table are you worried about that kicking around and getting knocked and scratched and bent and anything like that Oh, like damaging this stuff? Yeah, um, just because there is a there's a raise to it. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, that's that's the answer. So far in using them, I haven't seen anything happen to these, and we've been uh, shooting a lot of stuff without cases because we want them to look nice in the videos. But I'm always coddling them, and but you can't coddle too much. Um, yeah, I think it would be nice if this is a little more protected. Uh, I think that's probably the strongest material, though. Uh, of all of them, like I think that the glass on these lenses is is pretty. Is it sapphire at this point? I should know this, but like I think the fact that it's this, the fact that this material is scratching the display, mm-hmm. like this is winning as far as the. Uh, I wonder if it's like so far out that if you wore it in like denim jeans for a while, that would like leave an imprint on it or like eventually tear a hole like through your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's it's definitely it's not sharp edged, but it's. But they're it's just something. like they poke out like that. If you it's if you put annoying. a case, I've got a bunch of these um, smudgy clear cases. Um, Do they give that too? Or yeah, okay. Th- thankfully, to protect them a little bit. But if you put those on, these at le- these at least uh, offer a little bit of a, a place where the camera can can sit inside a little bit. Mm-hmm. If it put it in there, now it's resting a lot more flat. So I think your problem goes away if you if yeah. you have a case. Again, just get a case. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't because it's not, it's super slippery without it to begin with. Right? Yeah. Well, why would you? I really want to talk to people who don't have cases and just find out like what what's the great joy in life that live, you're getting? Live life on the edge. Yeah. What is the fun? <laughs> what fun are you getting from that? Just take care of yourself. Also, Protect like your phone. these cases are not cheap though. They're not cheap. I mean, apples are expensive. You can get lower priced ones. I mean, you could shop around. David Carnoy has got an uh, on- I mean, ongoing super list of A part of, of me has felt like at least clear cases like that should come with the phone. 
that would be the nice. same way that like a charger comes with the phone because chargers are like good chargers at least are about the same price as like a although nobody case. does that but yeah you're right the moment the, the next thing you do is you have to shop for yeah i don't know like, they should just come with the phone yeah or well, like, like you don't even have to do a design for it just give a clear one that like like these yeah I mean, every phone seems to need a case these days. There's a pretty rare occasion where you can get away with a phone without the a pro, case. The Pro Deluxe, the Pro Max pro Plus. <laughs> yeah, but that comes with like a little accessory. Yeah. Kit. Okay, we have a few minutes left, so let's knock out a few more questions. Uh, let's take another one from Ryan. He says, do you think the Pixel 4's face unlock will come anywhere close to iPhone's face ID? I mean, I think it depends, right? Like, it's yeah. so... We don't know what cameras are in the front of it, and that's where the bulk of Face ID's like recognition ability is coming from. Like they have like a not a millions, not a right number, but they have a lot of cameras on the front um, that are not just the front-facing camera. There's like infrared sensors. There's an AR camera on the front as well, right? Well, there's a yeah, there's there's a there's a camera, and then the AR uh, yeah, the, the infrared camera, and that that the sort of array that sends out little infrared dots. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a Microsoft Connect, yeah. very similar to that, but in miniature. That that's what helps do some depth sensing, and also um, does a scan of the depth map of your face, mm -hmm. which is like it's not the photo, but it looks like the Pixel Four has the same thing. So they they have that infrared thing. I would think, I would think at Google being stellar at AI, I think that they're looking at this as a way to yeah. show that they can do exactly the same thing. It's been years now, so it would not surprise me. That it works as well. In terms of where that information lies, will be an interesting question. Yeah, that's the that's, that's your territory. Yeah, like the security of it. There's a slight other thing with the camera, which it may or may not have to do with that. The Soli technology mm -hmm. is on the front camera on the Pixel Four, which I'm really fascinated by. That's like their their ATAP team has developed this radar based technology uh, that will you don't need a camera at all. It works with gestures. It has some sense of 3D awareness. The question is, why would you need that? In addition to the infrared, mm -hmm. um, we'll find out. Yeah. So lastly, obviously, the camera is the primary feature focus on these new models. Uh, essentially, any more phone makers are camera makers that cameras also make calls. Uh, you said some really uh, complimentary things about the iPhone 11 Pro, Pro Max camera features and functions. As far as the market goes right now... Uh, we're going to do the drop test, obviously, but we'll probably also do a camera comparison test. Who oh, yeah. are the other top contenders out there for photography in the phones that the iPhone 11 series needs to be pitted up against? Yeah, so I mean, forgive me at this point, because that's the thing about the time frame that they're crazy short time frames for reviewing these, and everyone takes a different approach. The way we do it, we're going to have a ton of camera comparisons. I want to say this review is not done. We have a lot of work to do. Um, and, and comparing a lot of those phones is totally essential and doing it well. So, like, that's everything. Yeah, so, I mean, I would think the big camera, uh, Huawei, the P30, and upcoming, uh, you know, their upcoming phones, Notes, the Note 10, the S10, Pixel 3, and Pixel 4, which is coming up in just a month or less. And is this the first time we'll be able to compare, like, night mode shots like yeah. between these two competitors yes. too, yeah. So that's yeah. Gonna be so pretty. night mode is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Ultra wide is interesting. Uh, video. I mean, if you if you read stuff on Cena, we do a ton of follow up camera comparisons. Yeah. A lot of it on the West Coast. So um, that will be coming, and I'm sure there'll there'll be a lot of open for suggestions on other 
phones to compare with. But I think those are the big ones out there mm-hmm. that have been making the best um, camera tech. But I would not be surprised that more and more companies are starting incorporating uh, things like night mode. And mm-hmm. that seems like everybody's developing AI that's beginning. It's hard, but it's it's clearly out there for a lot of companies we've, to tackle. We've compared it with like DSLR shots too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know like, I mean, we'll often have our our, our Pro photographers take a lot of shots with it. Um, I took a bunch of shots with it that are in the review. I'm not a good photographer. I'm like I'm, I, I just try to keep going. So that was to show to show you, uh, sort of show you in a regular everyday use some things that caught my eye. Uh, I'm sure you still have a ton of questions mm-hmm. about it, but that's going to be coming in like the yeah. days to come and weeks to come. So the next real big big phone that we're going to see coming is the Pixel 4. We've seen tons and tons of leaks about that. Uh, where do they need to really kind of jump up their game, ramp up their game to match performance and uh, compete with the iPhone here, Scott? I mean, Pixel 3 led the pack with, yeah, with why night are, mode. Why are we having this conversation as if they need to jump up to match Apple right. here? Okay. Like, yeah. that's phrasing, I resent bad that phrasing, Bad phrasing on my part. Where I, are the key tent poles that uh, Pixel 4 is competing with the iPhone? Yeah, well, and the iPhone is the is the bigger dog in the phone market. So absolutely, I mean, and when they introduce a feature that may already exist, people think of it sometimes as coming from the phone, et cetera, and, and from the iPhone. Um, Google's been leading the pack on, on, on computational photography and, and coming up with ideas of that. So I'm really interested in seeing if last year was night mode and Apple introduces night mode this year, what's Google got for us now in 2019? So uh, I, I think that's so much of... Google is... AI, Google is the software, the computation, the cloud. Uh, sure, there's the hardware, but I think it's it's a thinking that way. And this time, it seems like it's packing a lot more camera tech than before, where they were boasting how like one single camera could do so much. So I'm curious what that means for them because if they bring that plus their computational photography ideas, there might be some really wild new things. I'm totally speculating, but I think that's where it's going to get interesting. Uh, I think it's all about that. Pixel to me and 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 is always about showcasing new ideas for the future of their software that they can't mm-hmm. expect to introduce on the whole Android market yet. So I think that that's it's very integrated to the Google infrastructure. So I think that's like the stuff I would want to see. Do you think it would be dead in the water though if it were priced higher than the iPhone 11? Because for a while Apple yeah. set the standards like premium phones are $1000 and right. now you can get that for 699 still pretty expensive but yeah. if you know they set that thousand dollar standard and then all these companies followed so i think like samsung's like s10 was also a thousand dollars the pixel 4 if it comes out and google had already set the price of it being like at thousand dollars do you think that you know everyone's just going to go to an iphone 11 instead they might um or start i think people are starting to go for more affordable phones in general yeah. so i think it, the question will be does does google have a more affordable model mm-hmm. to slide into that uh because everything that looks like on that top end pixel 4 that's been leaked that looks like an expensive phone yeah yeah you're, you're packing a lot of new tech solely is a totally new technology that's that hasn't debuted in anything else yet um yeah it does seem like a showcase product but who knows i don't know what it costs to make that uh i think yeah, I think if you make a thousand dollar phone, there's certainly no shortage of other thousand dollar phones, and people like to get yeah, people Hopefully, like to get phones for less. No, no one I know likes to get a thousand dollar phone. Hopefully, they do something like the four A, like they did with the Pixel three. So. Right. Well, that could be the other. That's a really good point. That's the other thing they could do is maybe that's a sign that they will introduce new technology here 
but maybe half a year later, Google will find a way to uh, whittle that down to Take a more out affordable. Stuff that, like most people want. Yeah, introduce like, it at mid year. Yeah, because yeah. that seemed to work out. I don't know. It I was seemed, a fan of the three. I thought it was a great move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think it's one of the most interesting events of the year. Whatever they're going to be doing at that Pixel uh, event. Very well said, Scott. As always, we greatly appreciate your diligence. You have been slogging through with this phone for the past week, getting to know it very intimately, but not in a creepy way. So we appreciate all of your insight, and I'm sure there will be a lot more developments coming over days and weeks and months to come, and we look forward to seeing more. Uh, Of course, we'll link to your full review video and article and gallery and everything else that comes in hand from CNET in the description below if anybody wants to dig deeper. And uh, in the meantime, Alfred, go ahead and take us home. Cool. If you enjoyed today's show, uh, please like and subscribe. Maybe comment if you want to. We are live every weekday morning here on YouTube, Periscope, and CNET.com. You can also subscribe to our audio podcast, and we also have a new and improved supercharged extended podcast on pretty much every platform available. Uh, Links to all of these are in the description below. For The Daily Charge, I'm Alfred Ng. And I'm Scott Stein. Thanks for joining us.